1938. Two Wehrmacht generals don't like Hitler as much as the rest of their buddies do, and so they decide, hey, we should try to kill this motherfucker. What are we talking about today, Scott? We're talking about Black Orchestra. We are part of the, we may have, we may, might be able to consider ourselves the conductors of the Black Orchestra, yes? Yes. Uh, the final bastion for morality and common sense in germany perhaps yes and i'm sure that our motivations will be tested and our suspicions will fluctuate as we navigate the seedy underworld of the third reich in order to become the real life inglorious bastards yes in black orchestra yes Welcome back to King of the Shill. This is a special little episode because we are still reading One Piece. Yes. And we are taking our time with it because it is a manga. Um, and so we decided, hey, let's get together. Let's take a break. Let's play a round of one of our recent favorite board games, Black Orchestra, because board games are another shared love of ours. Isn't that right? Yeah, we've been, uh, especially since COVID, uh, we have been doing a lot of online board gaming and uh we've been pretty hooked i would say on a new little board game called black orchestra as you may have surmised from uh our little intro there it is about being a nazi or at least a german citizen yes, in germany correct. at the time of hitler and conspiring to assassinate him. And it's actually a lot of the characters, at least, I don't know if it's every single one, are based on real life people that tried to assassinate Hitler when he was in That's power. Right. So if you are familiar with the Tom Cruise film Valkyrie, the man that he plays in that film, whose name escapes me at the moment. <laughs> uh, I'll have to look character. it up too. I usually, it's Klaus von Stauffenberg. Klaus. I think. Yes, that's it. He is a care playable character in this game. And um, so I, one of the things that I, I just really want to get off my chest about this game at the top of this little short discussion here is that um, I love co-op games and I especially love co-op games like um, this where it uh, forces you to sort of uh, plot and scheme in addition to moving tiles around the board, right? There's a an, a an extracurricular mechanic to it that only you can really dream up in your own mind. And it's how creative you can really get and how how much you can kind of outthink and outpredict the game yeah. in a lot of circumstances. I like cooperative games too because there's something to be said for greater good mentality in board gaming too. Like, I mean, board games, since there have been board games, have been competitively focused, right? Like uh, even the precursor to chess, right? Chataraji, have you ever seen that? Uh, no, or, I have not or like actually. Mancala, the the game yeah, where you move Mancala, the little beads, right. right? Like these old as fuck board games are all yeah. competitive. So it's nice right. to sometimes sit down and not like have to worry about hurt feelings and stuff like that too. It's just like, yeah, what well, let's let's work together to make this super cool thing happen. It's it's fun. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, uh, we're going to talk about board games a lot um, on this show, but uh, this was one that, that we've been playing very, very recently. And um, it is uh, is the designer is a, a man named Philip DeBerry um, with art done by Dan May and Lucas Soriano. And I believe that they're they're in the most recent edition is the second edition. Um, and, um, the, I think it's the third printing. I might, I might be wrong on that, but it's a, it's a game that's not easy to find. Like I I have not seen it anywhere in like target or anything like that. I'm sure you could find it at like a local game shop, but, um, like for instance, right now you could get a copy of it on Amazon for like 60 bucks or something like that. Right. And it's, so it's not a cheap game. Um, and I think that it's, and I, I mean, I have nothing to base this off of, so I could be totally off base, but I think it's price. Yeah, a lot of the time, a lot of the uh, time is dictated by its availability. And it's kind of like, if you remember when secret Hitler first started getting pressed, like you can find that game anywhere now. And like before it was like, well, here's the first yeah. pressing, you know it's, what I mean? So it's it, with board games. A lot of the time as someone that buys a lot of them, probably too many of them, it, it's availability, but also too, it's like the packaging. So yeah, um, $60 for black orchestra, in my opinion, the kind of things I've paid for board games, I think is actually pretty fair considering the, oh, am- the amount of material inside of it. But like a yeah. lot of the times it's like, okay, well this has like 8 million little, nibs and pieces and a ton of cardboard yeah. it's going to be a hundred dollar board game or something like that right so right right and, and and what's what's interesting to me also about black orchestra is this is not really the the only game like this that we've played recently no. there's another there's another game called horrified that we've played uh recently as well one of the last in-person game nights that we had before covid that's similar to this as well this concept of there is a big bad a greater evil and there are things that you have to do to take them down cooperatively yeah and it's uh it's more of a collection and planning game than a combat game too i think is the other stipulation because there's there's lots of games like most recently that comes to my mind like the dark souls board game there's also like descent things like that cooperative fight the big bad things but they're like all about combat and having like these character stats this is more about telling a narrative through very minimalist kind of mechanics right like it's just having a card or two or rolling the dice and not like having like a dice pool like i don't have 30 strength and i could do whatever right it's it's yeah exactly yeah so it's been fun we love killing hitler uh i I dare say we may never get bored of it so yes yes uh it's one of our favorite activities whether that is in secret hitler black orchestra or one of various video games in which you can enact that sweet, sweet justice in. Yeah. Wolfenstein's, right? So, uh, but yeah, um, so let's uh, let's get into it. Um, we played around. We played yeah. around before we got together and we talked about it. And we played around on hard. Yes. And we played around on hard. And uh, I guess we'll, we'll come right out and say it. We played around on hard while we kind of glossed over a rule. And so before we get kicked off in earnest here, I do want to make a special... Uh, Uh, note that that is one of the things that i think is beautiful about board games is that um unlike a video game you don't have to play by the rules right um obviously the the goal should be to play by the rules but we actually accidentally glossed over a rule which we'll go over um at at the end of uh, our conversation here that would have made the game probably five times longer and fucking impossible yeah. so it's it, uh, house rules are a time-honored tradition of board gaming it allows you to 
pick your experience to curate your own experience, right? If there's something that doesn't make sense, for example, I'm currently playing in a weekly Gloomhaven game with a friend of mine. Yes. Gloomhaven's a very popular board game right now. There are many rules in that game that we mutually feel are stupid and unfun and we just don't do them. <laughs> Like it's, that's right. It's the kind of thing where you could play a video game like like you just alluded to. And if there's something that's like you, you just, it just makes you hate it. it, it overshadows all the positive things about it, all the fun. There's not much right. you can do about it. You just have to turn it off or put up with it with a board right. game. You can just say, nope, not going to do that. Right. Right. Exactly. And so uh, so we'll get to that. We'll we'll, we'll get to that eventually um, in, in our in our talk. But yeah, but we had a great time playing it. And um Really, the the overall broad concept of of the game, I guess, um, and I'm just going to borrow like straight from the description of the board game is um, the game begins with each player choosing um, their player. Uh, and yeah. it's a historic figure involved in the conspiracy against Hitler. And uh, what is kind of cool about your choice here is that there's kind of three different classes and each type of uh, uh, player card character um, has their own ability. So Scott and I decided at the beginning of the game that we didn't want to mess with any of the civilian cards. Some of the civilian cards are fun because you can kind of cosplay as like, oh, I'm a civilian and I'm part of the resistance. Yeah. Um, there's the Obver cards, which are kind of fun because they're a little bit unique in that they're kind of the um, uh, like the the buddy buddy kind of um, uh, yeah, they're, plots. They're so su- very support heavy. Yeah, exactly. And then there's the uh, then there's the the Wehrmacht, which we were, which, of course, you know, means that we were secret Nazis all along. Yeah, we were the most fun. We were in the inside looking in. Yes, that's exactly right. And so um, what's really interesting about this game is that it really kind of just sets you into the space and tells you to just start playing. Right. Like the I, I feel the rules are very easy to pick up and it's very simply down to. Um, enacting you have three yeah. actions at the start of your turn you can use those three actions to do one of various things and um, the goal of the game really is to find a plot which you get by drawing cards and meet the uh, requirements of that plot in order to enact it in an attempt to assassinate hitler yeah you're and so good go you, i was you, just gonna say and so this so you'll evolve you'll it, you'll eventually go around the board um, historical events will play out in certain orders and stages of the game will will progress. Um, but you kind of go all over um, Nazi occupied Europe, uh, section of Nazi occupied Europe and look for items to help your help your crusade and and support your plot. And um, all the while, you know, managing to keep your suspicion low and fly under the radar while also making sure that you're motivated to kill yeah. Hitler. So. Um, it's a really complete experience in that um, they, they just set you loose on it yeah. and just kind of tell you to go nuts. I was about to say, it's kind of thematically tasty, too, because like we're two Wehrmacht guys, right? We're uh, yeah. a former general, well, not a former general and a current colonel. And we're looking through plot cards. We're drawing cards and. Uh, we, you can imagine these two, like in our, in our fictional universe, sitting in a room together, it's smoking and having a drink and they're drawing cards and like they draw one that's like, okay, well we could put a bomb under his desk and we're like, nah, we throw it away. Right. And eventually yes. we settle on, oh, we could just kidnap them. We could just have a lot of guns and kidnap them. And, and the two Wehrmacht guys, right. The army guys so like, that sounds great. You know what I mean? Yeah, that sounds like something exactly. we would do. So. 
We like guns. Yeah. And of course, like the plot card has, you know, there's a lot of really great. Um, there's some really great reserved art all over this yeah. game. Um, it's not loud. It's not bombastic. It's very thematically um, tight. Um, it, it plays off a very simple but very vivid color palette. Um, yeah. And all of the all of the portraits are uh, these just hand drawn um, pretty little uh, icons yeah, I, that just really look great. I like to really quickly that the event cards are photographs, too, because especially with like this kind of subject material, you don't want to like. I don't know what you want to say, like minimize it or cartoonize it too. Yeah. So, right. And, yeah. And so it, re it really teeters that line nicely. But what, what I loved was the plot card that we drew. Yeah. <laughs> Had two Wehrmacht guys holding Hitler up with his hands in the air, leading him to a car. Yeah. And that was uh, holding up Hitler with multiple guns and trying to put him into a car by force was the recurring theme of our game for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and so all the while, while we're conspiring and gaining items and trying to keep our, our heads uh, uh, under the radar. Yeah. Hitler and the rest of his generals are moving all over the place, causing all sorts of, you know, ruckus as, as, as they do in these types of games. And historical events will play out in different stages. And it's up to you to manage the ebbs and flows of the rising power of of the Third Reich and the uh, the way that you as your character perceive them and how motivated you are to continue yeah. killing them and, and more subtly sabotaging them, too. It becomes harder to kill Hitler the more military support he has, which rises and falls naturally as different events happen when he makes blunders and when he has huge successes. So you have to sabotage them from the inside to lower that support so that he doesn't have eyes on him constantly you can get in and do what you need to do so it's it's right. cool there, there's a real yeah. there's a real flow to it yeah and the nice thing too is that it's it's very uh simplified uh mechanically to do all these things yeah. they all have very similar mechanics right um to conspire any anytime you use your actions to roll dice and try to gain more actions or try to lower the military support you are conspiring and so you roll dice but oh since you're conspiring keep in mind people have ears everywhere yeah, the walls have ears yeah the walls have ears you might roll a cheeky little eagle icon and then your suspicion goes up and oh you have to manage that now. Yeah. So th there's these really neat thematic ways that it all plays off of each other. And it's all based around drawing cards and rolling dice and just moving around a board mechanics that you do in every single classic board game you've ever played. Yeah. The most complicated math you have to do is counting how many dice you have to roll. Yeah. That's and it. it makes it pretty easy for you because it'll tell you, um, you know, uh, how many to add based on certain things. And really, I think that is where our favorite thing about this yeah. game lies is that you start to tell a narrative. Oh, 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 oh. Ah! Let's fucking go. Uh, do that on uh, 4230. Yep. Okay. Add two die to any plot you initiate. Get out of here. This motherfucker's gonna die. <laughs> you have these moments where your reactions are pure. And we had some we had some moments that we that that we uh took note of here. Um 
that uh, that really stood out to us. Uh, you know, you have these moments where you'll draw a card and it will have exactly what you need, like a restricted card that gives you extra dice uh, on a plot when Hitler's military support is at a certain level, right? Mm-hmm. Or whenever you get a weapon of some sort, right? Um, it creates this uh, sort of outline for you to start crafting a story of how you're enacting this plot, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We had so many times where, like, we we must have, Hitler must have seen us as his two personal bodyguards at a certain <laughs> point, right? The amount of times we told this man, hey, there's a kidnapping plot, come with us, only for him to just narrowly get out every time, but not enough to catch us, right? He, like, he, right. he must have been, man, these guys are really good at stopping me from being kidnapped. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we kept telling ourselves that every time we got a new thing and we we got it, we got a shot at him. Right. Like, oh, Hitler, like, come come to this car. And he's like, oh, I don't like that car. No, thank you. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I, I am yeah. fine. Right? So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's that's really, really where the magic is for me in this game yeah. is the fun is really in the narrative that you build for yourself and ultimately reacting to the natural ebbs and flows of everything, because this game is, uh, I think it's paced very well in that it will it will really teeter the line in terms of flow and give you pop-off moments when they're appropriate. Yeah. Either huge, like, yay, celebratory, or fuck, his military support's going up by two. Yeah. Or fuck, we're both in extreme and there's a Gestapo raid and now we got arrested and we're probably going to lose all of our items. I'm going to draw. Hmm. Nice. Oh, 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 let's go. A concealed pistol. You know, I want that. Give me more weapons. Hell yeah, baby. Come on, baby. All righty. All right. And this does not take up an item slot. Because it's concealed. You have six die now. You're rolling six. You hear that? Concealed carry is about to stop (laughs) World War II. Checkmate liberals. Well, you got the thing, too, where, like, another, like, thematic kind of crunchy bit to it is just like it would have happened in real life. You have this... um, this ticking clock of as time goes on and we move through the different stages of the game, more and more lives are at stake, but it's all for naught. If I get caught, I would love to stop him right here and now, but if I get caught, the game's over, man. You know what I mean? That's right. And I think that's my biggest criticism about it. There is that we avoided by mistake a rule because it didn't sort of seem to make sense. I understand that we were playing on hard. Yeah. But each time you make an assassination attempt, if you have an item that's part of it, if you fail it, you are supposed to discard those items. And we did not because there are a finite number of items on the board. Yeah. And that would seem to suggest that if you have all these plots, right, and you continue to fail them and you continue to discard items. The only way that you can continue to get discarded items once all the items are gone is by a special card that there are only two of that you can draw. Yeah. So for me, that seems to suggest that there are some games that at some point are just going to get to the end of stage seven and it's just going to be 
you fucking failed. Yeah, it's it's one of those types of games where it may be intentionally is a recurring theme in games we play a lot, like with our uh, uh, Cthulhu escapades with uh, uh-huh. the Arkham, Arkham Horror. Horror card game. But uh, it's kind of thematically appropriate that it comes down to luck, just like with Operation Valkyrie, right? They did everything right yeah. and there was a problem at the last minute and it, it, it all kind of just went wrong you know what i mean so yeah. there's that kind of component but it's not it's not great right you it's very it, it it's um it brings the whole team down when you do everything correctly you've got uh, uh you have to hit four on hard right hard the minimum amount of successes you need to assassinate hitler is four and we're like, OK, this is statistically the best we can do. We're going to roll eight dice. We can re-roll two of them if they're not what we want. Let's get them. And then right. you go and you roll and like you don't even get one success. Right. And it's like, yes, well, what did I even come here for? You know what I mean? That's that's the big deflating moment of the game is how much it relies on uh, random chance where the items start the game have a big impact on what you're able to do like you yep. like you said the limited availability of the items what cards you draw when you get rated versus not a lot of the game is random chance three <gasps> there's i think there's a card in there that does that it does what increases your motivation there is take take this one right on top oh. play it Alright. <laughs> so here's what so here's All what's right. happening. We're playing it back. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah, dumpster yeah. dive for the old yeah. war crimes evidence you throw out, and then we bring it back and we're like, hey, we're we're motivated again, right? So incre- increase yes. your motivation, you're committed again. Hey, I remember throwing that war crime evidence in the trash. All that shit they did <laughs> to the fucking fins. So Alright. Moment of truth. So oh, yeah, don't throw that away. <laughs> Don't throw away the kidnapping. Okay, how many actions do I have left? I have four four left, left. right? So counting them up. We're going to kidnap Hitler again. Where is he at? Oh, he's right with us, too. Oh, my God. He's on our space. Okay, so (laughs) counting them up. All the things coming together to kidnap Hitler. So he's in a stage one or two space. Yes, he is. That's one. He's at Gestapo HQ. He's coming to see these two guys that he keeps hearing about. He's got, uh, yeah, we're like, sir, we can't, we found another kidnapping plot. You won't believe it. <laughs> um, so, and then because you're back, you get another die just for being him. Wehrmacht, yes. that's three. You have two weapons, that's five. Signature, that's six. And then officer recruited, two extra, eight. Eight, eight, eight versus again. four. <laughs> Come on, baby. On the starting value. Come on, baby. I'm high suspicion. (laughs) And I think that, you know, you can kind of start to put two and two together on a lot of that conceptual stuff with the design, because, you know, as you get used to the game and how the game ebbs and flows and the more you play and the more skilled you get at it, um, you can kind of see how it's like certain um figure certain characters that you can play their abilities you can just once they're at a certain once you're at a certain spot in the in the game you can just draw cards seemingly non-stop so like oh it doesn't look like we have 
the thing for the plot in this one. Let's get another one. Let's right. see if we can get a plot with this other item, right? But I think that that event that that requires a certain amount of um, tenure with the rules. And so I think that if you are going to pick this game up and you're going to play it, ignore f- discarding items for the first few. Yeah. Because because our game between the two of us on hard with skipping that rule took almost two, two hours. Yeah. Something like right? that. Yeah. So, and we got up through like four or five stages. There are seven total stages of this conflict. Not only that, we made five attempts. We right, we made five yeah. total attempts on Hitler on this. Yeah. And, and, and four of those attempts were seven or eight die on a need for success. Yeah. So, so th- this game really likes to dunk on you. Make yeah. no mistake on, especially on harder difficulties, right? Because you can lower his support down to a certain spot on lower difficulties. Right. But, um, you know, we were playing on the hardest and I think that, I think that if you're going to play on hard, you have to observe all the rules and that's when the game becomes extremely challenging. Yeah. It's but, it, yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say it's all that to say though. It is still a very fun experience, uh, especially if you're the type of person that, likes to create a narrative like we've been saying with your board games like we kept laughing about the this the the comedic idea of us just <laughs> con- almost like a bad looney tune where we're just trying yeah. to put him in the car <laughs> and at the last second a, the wind blows and he moves one car down the street and gets in that we're like fuck like just get in the car <laughs> yeah yeah right and so um i i really have to just give it uh huge recommendation right like absolutely even even with the criticisms that we just mentioned right it is a fantastic game it's excellently designed it's brilliantly paced it's got great art that you can just feast your eyes on um and it's a really fun little get together party game that doesn't require you to play each other like we kind of said at the top of the episode the beauty of co-op games is that there's the thrill of the victory when the group wins Mm -hmm. yeah it's uh it's a grand old time. It's also something too that like it deals with dark subject material, obviously, but yeah, it's also not something that you're going to have to pick and choose the people you play with too. I think yeah. for, for anybody currently listening to this podcast, at least I hope, I don't think you're going to have to look for common ground on Nazis are bad with most people. So <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, and it's, you know, it touches on the same thing as, uh, as secret Hitler is this, yeah. uh, I think it it really speaks to the thematic um, uh, concept of, you know, is he the biggest bad ever? Probably. Yeah. Right. right. So who's not going to want to go after him? Right. right? So um, you you have a lot of fun in that. And, you know, they pay. A, they really do. Right. Pay a lot of respect to the historical accuracy of things. There's yeah. some really great historical photographs in a lot of these cards and the event cards. They go out of their way to make the whole like historical accuracy feel alive and feel like it's breathing as the events continue to escalate. It's very cool. It's a hard recommend from the King of the Shield podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We recommend it. Hi marks. You can find it on Amazon. Like I said, right now for like 60 bucks, but if you have a local game shop that you can support, definitely hit them up and see if they can either order it in or if they already have it in stock, because you want to go out and put money in your community when you can for this kind of stuff, especially and, um, 
you know, board game shops are sick, right? Like you go in them and like, I love going in there for something and walking out with not what I went for, but three things that I had no idea existed. Right. It's It's always the best window shopping experiences for nerd stuff for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. If you like physical media. Yeah. That's, that's where you go. But we're going to go back to reading one piece. Yes. We've played our black orchestra. We've killed Hitler. Maybe we cheated a little bit. That's fine. He deserves to be cheated. He deserves to be cheated. Make sure you check out Black Orchestra. Make sure you stay tuned for One Piece, which will be coming out next week, no doubt. Um, To finish up the anime arc at themanyfolds.com. Come say hi to us uh, at The Many Folds on social media, on Twitter and Instagram. And until then, enjoy some clips of me and Scott killing Hitler. Yes. I have two turns left. Yeah. Take that weapon for so sure. T- take this weapon. This this might be another golden opportunity. It? Yep. Okay. Let's, so he's. So we held him seven. up. So let's talk about this. It's seven, seven die because it was eight with that card. We lost those two, but you got a new weapon. Yeah. You've you've got a fucking rifle, a shotgun, and a concealed pistol, and you're standing in what where are we at? We're in the fucking Gestapo HQ. You're like, <laughs> Gestapo like HQ. Hitler, I'm gonna hold you down. I got all the weapons in Germany. There's another kidnapping attempt. You need to get to Gestapo <laughs> HQ fast. And to prove yeah. it. <laughs> Here's here's Goebbels' signature on the letter he telegrammed yeah, me. Exactly. And he's like, oh, yo, yeah, wow. Yeah. How weird. That's crazy. Fuck. Fuck, dude. Fuck. What? I didn't. I only rolled one target. Oh, is that all you rolled? Yes. Oh, my God. How does this keep happening, dude? We're rolling the maximum amount of dikes every time we try this (sighs) all right all right so listen i I have one Mm -hmm. more are we doing it (gasps) let's go Let's go! The god roll. We Hitler, tur- we Hitler turns around to leave, and we're like, uh, no, Hitler, actually, we need you to get in this car over here. We prepared two cars. <laughs> I know you don't like this one, but jump in this other one right quick, and we kidnap his ass. And he says, he says, oh, wow. I, I, do, I do like a Rolls Royce, yeah. <laughs> Oh, let's go. How many lives did we save? Let's check. It's while we were futzing around trying to get this man into a car, we saved 26 million lives. 26 million lives. Let's go. Excellent job. Excellent round. We had the plot. We exit. We protected the plot. We tried it a couple times. Listen, we're not. Listen, I'm look at my guy. I'm old as shit, dude. General Ludwig Beck, old as shit. You, you kind of look a little bit inexperienced, even though you're a colonel. You're a little bit young. Yeah. You're like a young buck. You've never conspired before. This guy's conspired a couple times, but he was always a little bit too afraid to pull the you're trigger. Too, you're too busy now carrying we, around four freaking guns, trying to get men into cars. <laughs> I'm Il Duce from Boondock Saints. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Oh, excellent. All right. Um, so let's stop. Yep.